0: Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron.
1: Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Sitting next to me, Aaron Brooks. Happy October October the most uh, second most wonderful time of the year would you would you agree with that statement? hmm sure yeah it's not the most right no it, it's not the most no, you don't know you don't think it's the second most It's top five for sure right? no, yeah 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 <laughs> e- Easily. easily. October, November, December probably are my three favorite months of the year. You flip flop do you just count down backwards? This is this your third third favorite time of the year? Yeah. Okay. You know the, the excitement grows from here until the end of the year. Uh, in the sports world, like October is the best month for sports. You have NFL mm-hmm. check. College football check. NBA comes back. Checkity check. You have uh, Major League Baseball playoffs and the World Series going on. Uh College basketball kicks off at the end of the month. Yep. Uh, The hockey fans that are out there, NHL begins Mm -hmm. in October. Yeah. What else have I forgotten? I mean, that's... What else do you need? (laughs) I mean, really? If you're a sports fan and the other people that live in your house aren't, they're going to hate you in October. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, It It is just the best for sports. We're not talking about sports today. I'm sure sports may come up at different points, but uh, today uh, is another one of those episodes where uh, we're going to be going through Chris's. We're gonna we're gonna take we've taken a name. We're going through Chris's what? <laughs> uh, his draws. Oh boy! No, not those draws. His oh, roarers. Oh, okay. We're go- have- we're gonna unpack no. the Chris's. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. That's a different <laughs> podcast. It has the little E rating <laughs> on it. That's right. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk through. We, we've done this before, with mics, and so uh, we're going to go through Chris. Chris's. You know, I just now thought of a mic that we left off the list that really should have been added. The list a few months, and left. I would re- like to retroactively add. Okay, uh, Mike Berbiglia to the re- to, ah, to that's to list. That's a great mic. He's uh, a mic. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm glad you said that. Okay. Uh, we're just going to add that to. <laughs> the podcast from uh, he's not gonna win year. it or probably make no. the final eight so it it doesn't mess the timeline up it's he, he's like the first four out in the march madness yeah. right yeah yeah, maybe the next four out uh so yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk through chris's uh in the worlds of uh you can already i know immediately as soon as you read the title and heard us talk about the word chris or the name chris you immediately have a couple in mind we're gonna get to them don't worry and for those of you that are out there, I know what you're thinking. everybody hates Chris yeah nice reference thank you thank nice you. reference thank you very well done yeah so we are going to we're gonna talk through them we're going to we're gonna figure out exactly uh who the best chris is so without uh further ado without any further banter. We're going to get into it right now.
0: Before we figure out which one's the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for The Thing About The Things.
1: Okay, so like we've done the last couple of episodes, we have a list of Chris's. I was about to say that rhymed, and then I realized it didn't rhyme list of chris that kind of rhymes list of chris is that close enough to, to count as a rhyme no it's got the t at the end it's of, got the t yeah. it's, okay if we want to talk about lists of christmas <laughs> that would be closer to to rhyming list of christ john christ comedian he will not make this list but he's his name has chris in it yeah oh no? it does it does okay okay so we're going to go through uh, we're we're back we're we're back to an old friend on this episode. We we have not used this website in a hot minute because we tweaked our format a little bit so we didn't have to rely on them every episode because they don't sponsor us. And if they want to sponsor us, we'll be happy to go back to the old format, but they don't. But we are going today to look back at our trusty website ranker.com and hear what you the fans online have said are the most popular Chris's of all time. We're going to start our countdown, or count up. It's countdown. We're going to start at number 20 and work our way up to number one, and then uh, there may be some honorable mentions that aren't on this list that we may mention at the end. But number 20 on this, so if you want to follow along, go to ranker.com, search Chris, or the most popular Chris's, you can find it. Uh, Number 20 on this list, which I, I... I want I th- I think this is low for it, him. It's too low. It's very low for him. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Number 20 on this list. I I love probably nearly every one of Christopher Nolan's films that I've seen. With maybe the exception of Dunkirk. I was not a fan of Dunkirk. It was different. It was very different for it me. It was innovative. Yeah. It uh it was artsy. Very artsy. We, we've discussed in the past how Hollywood likes artsy things so they really should have loved it you have the Dark Knight trilogy which was incredible D- do you think the Dark Knight trilogy and Christopher Nolan's vision for what a superhero movie could be do you think that tweaked superhero movies from then on because Batman begins came out in 2005. So a couple of years before Iron Man, the first Marvel movie came out. Do you think he had a hand in changing the direction? Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, after the Dark Knight trilogy. it Because superhero movies before that were kind of campy. They were. <laughs> they were uh, yeah. Yeah i.e. fantastic four before he yes fantastic four when did that one come out that might have uh, been after and just still stayed campy it was it was early 2000s yeah it was around that but your early spider-mans your previous right. Supermans your Batmans exactly the previous Batman's uh Batman yeah the Batman they they took a different direction once Christopher Nolan got his hands involved in the superhero genre. I would say one of his uh, earlier films that he produced that is still one of my top favorites would be The Prestige. Love that movie. If you've never seen that, go watch it. Twist upon twist. And it also has in it Christian Bale and, I just went blank, Alfred. Alfred. Um, Michael Caine. M- Michael Caine. They, Michael Caine shows up in a lot of Christopher Nolan <laughs> movies. A ton of them. I mean, they really love working together, and Christian Bale too. You can tell he's got a type when it comes to actors yeah, yeah. and and talent he likes to work with. But my my most favorite Christopher Nolan film. Can I can I guess? Yeah. Interstellar. No. Oh no, that might be mine. It's Inception. Inception also very very good because Inception was so unique as a movie Mm -hmm. and it kept you on the edge of your seat wondering where this thing goes. It had those twists and those turns uh, and so does The Prestige. But Inception is just such a mind-blowing film and you get to the end of it. I've watched it countless times and there's people who debate these things and you can do the same thing with Interstellar. I would say those two movies, you can go back and you can argue... What was going on? And you can get in some really deep discussions. Oh, man. So deep. A lot of his have that because you also have Tenant, which came out not, not too <laughs> yeah, long ago. A couple years ago. Memento, one of his very first movies. Oh, I forgot he did it Was Memento. a lot about that. So you're, you're talking several of the, his movies have that mind-bendy. This is going to sound... There are two different genres what they typically work in. But he is what you really wanted M. Not Shyamalan to keep becoming. Yes. Because M. Not Shyamalan came out so strong with The Sixth Sense and The Village and those types of movies, and he just really took off those, a yeah. uh, Servant on Apple TV is pretty good, but it never really goes anywhere. Uh, Christopher Nolan is very intentional with his films and has a very distinct style and... You know he 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 definitely puts his stamp on everyone that he does. I'm really excited because he's he's it's in post production now, but Oppenheimer is coming out in yes. July of 23. That looks re- um, which uh, Cillian Murphy is that his name? Uh, yes, he likes to work with him a lot too because he was in the Dark Knight trilogy and Inception. Yes, it's got Matt Damon in it. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Uh, Gary Oldham. I like that's Emily Blunt. Cast. Great cast, so I'm excited to see to see that. And this one, I mean they're 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 diving into actual history here. Yeah, exactly. Talking about the the development of the atomic bomb. Which, so I'm curious to see how you put the Christopher Nolan twist right on actual events that transpired. Yeah, are they going to stay true yeah. to history, or is this a uh, based on history adaptation? And adaptation. they're going to take their liberties with it, right? Okay, we could could spend a whole episode probably on Christopher Nolan. Yeah, so we obviously just based on that, uh, what, five minutes of discussion, we feel like he's too low Yeah, absolutely too low. Somebody that probably is too high. Number 19 is? Uh, Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Okay. This is not popular now. No. But I think a lot of people hate on Christopher Columbus. Yes. I think we have to keep history in its context. I, I agree. He, we, we rip on him, you know, he really didn't discover uh, uh, America, all this kind of stuff. What he accomplished yeah. is still pretty impressive right. for the time. yeah. There were a lot of tragic things that happened Absolutely. to people all around the world. It wasn't just then. Yeah. So I think we got to keep that in context and still recognize you don't have to just trash him now. Keep it all into context. I mean, the Vikings were pretty ruthless people too. Yeah, and, you, know, you know, if you take probably anybody pre nineteen hundred and pluck them out of their 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 time frame and drop them into today's society, they're probably going to be a pretty bad person. Yeah, I mean, nobody. I mean, the, the world is just a different place back then. I mean, j- j- the fact that he navigated without satellite navigation. Oh man, from where he was to where he ended up. Uh, there's a lot of things that that you can look at and learn from it, uh, and that I mean that's what history is supposed to teach us. And we we look at the bad parts and we can identify those things, but it doesn't mean that everything about him was a terrible person, um, and that we should just totally forget Christopher no. Columbus. You know, um, no, you, you've got to you've got to acknowledge the the wins, yeah, and you have to acknowledge the bad yeah. things and the losses too, yeah. and just say learn from it, move on and be better moving forward but there's no denying i mean the 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 stamina the 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 mindset even even if it may have been an accident like just just to to accomplish any of those things i mean he did a lot of things before america also yeah you know he was obviously a great explorer so lots of things uh, that that he has done uh, deserve recognition regardless of mistakes or, or uh, honestly I don't I don't fully know that they're mistakes I think it's just a, like you said a sign of the times right because any society that exists today was built on bloodshed yeah it was built on on tragedy any yeah. of them no matter where you are um, so yeah a very famous Chris though very famous I mean who does not know in 1492, 1492 Christopher Columbus sailed, sailed the, the ocean, ocean blue. blue yep I mean, yeah. we're always going to know that. Number 18 on this list, Chris Tucker. I, we're probably not going to spend a ton of time on Chris Tucker. He is a comedian. I Everyone knows him from Rush Hour movies. Yes. Do you speak in English? <laughs> like, him and Jackie Chan together did a couple different movies. Hilarious. His, just, his demeanor is funny. Uh, you hear him talk you immediately just want to laugh just because his voice. Has he done anything recently? <laughs> I feel like he's kind of slipped into uh, oblivion lately, or maybe yeah. I just don't see him anywhere. He probably got canceled, and we don't know about he it. He may have. Probably. He may have. Uh, but he, I, I think, probably number one, he got probably got typecast also for those type Ooh, of movies. That's a good point. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. But Rush, those Rush Hour movies, one, two, there might have been, I think there was a three- he was he was really good uh, he was he appeared in films Friday the fifth element money talks jackie brown and uh of course uh, as james carter in the rush hour series as well um number 17 do you, do you know i love christopher plummer really i was excited to get to this okay, point good, to talk about christopher I, plummer i i'm looking at him and i don't i don't recognize him okay you're going to have to educate me uh I'm disappointed that you don't know this. <laughs> I don't. Um, he, he's, he's old. Yeah, I can tell that. Do you know any of his movies without having looked? Would you have known any of his movies? No. Okay. He was born in 1929. Is he still alive? Uh, he passed away recently oh, in the I'll last see, couple of years, I'll see I see that, 2021. Okay, yeah. Um. He is the man who played Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Oh, that would explain it. That's... Don't. No, You know I I don't like musicals. I hate musicals, too, (laughs) but The Sound of Music is... It's iconic. I've seen it one time, and I was probably on my phone most of the time. Okay. Beyond that, he played in one of my all-time favorite movies as the father of Benjamin Gates in National Treasure. Okay, that, yes. He also played in Knives Out. Oh, you're right. He was the he was the the father, right? Yes, the, the older man. Who yes, who? Yeah, the yes. inheritance. Okay. Um, he was in. He played Scrooge in the Man Who Invented Christmas a few years ago. Okay, so this is probably a good spot for him. Seventeen. He's done a lot of incredible movies. Had a long career. Started in 1953 was his first movie that he acted in until uh. Until his passing. I was about to say, I mean, Knives Out is not that old. He's still, he's the voice uh, in a movie that came out this year. Oh, wow. So even posthumously. Yeah, exactly. He's still contributing. So I feel like he is a... I mean, he was in his 90s. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he won an Oscar. I was was looking at it like an academy award a genie award two emmy awards two tony awards a golden globe a Ske- screen actors guild award did, did he he got he did yeah i tony golden globe emmy Ac- he he got it he did he, he yeah wow he that, also apparently he's a canadian uh a says he delivered outstanding performances as Sherlock Holmes and Murder by Decree in 1979. So I mean he uh, he was the oldest actor to win an acting award, received a nomination at the age of 88 for all the money in the world. Wow, that's impressive. He won an Academy Award for best supporting actor at 82. Okay, yeah. That 17 might be low compared to those accolades. I mean, that's what I think. That's impressive. I, I feel like he deserves okay. uh, a lot of credit. I've been educated. Number sixteen in our list is Chris Martin. I'm going to have to educate you on this one, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know who this is. He is the front man for the band Coldplay. Okay, I, I've been listening to Coldplay all day. Ironically, ha- not even connecting the dots between this. Uh, Coldplay, one of my, that, they are a bucket list band for me to see live in concert. I've always loved Coldplay ever since their first album. So if you're a fan of Coldplay, uh you probably want chris higher on this list but i think i think this is i think it's not a household name yeah, though is it post 15 is where he belongs he does not belong in the top 15 at all some if you're not if you're not a fan of the of the band you probably don't think he deserves to be in the top 25 but he is when coldplay was was really cranking them out he was as recognizable as As most film celebrities, like like mid two thousands, yeah, yeah, mid mid two thousands for sure. Maybe the early twenty tens. He was, yeah, very eccentric style. He would always. I I remember when I would see music videos or watch them do live stuff. He they he the band always kind of had like a vagabond look to them. He would often put tape on his fingers and just used a lot of color, and he was just. Very unique, very eccentric. He was married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, at one point. Uh, so, 16, Chris Martin. You want to take number 15? <laughs> okay. It's uh, it's Chris Jenner. Yeah. Spelled with a K, but we're going to count it. As known for being a reality show personality. Yeah, I mean, is and that... And that's really it. I think I, I struggle with reality show people. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt that they become famous. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about famous Chrises, so there's there's no denying that right. people know Chris Jenner. Yeah, I mean, I she, just take issue with their their whole family. <laughs> Married to Bruce. The, the fact that we make these people, oh, I know, celebrities is the. Well, no, that's where I'm more thank you with. To be fair, uh, we don't make them celebrities. <laughs> no, 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 no. But somebody is Somebody's somebody making out there somewhere yeah. is uh, making these. And if, if reality TV stars, if you're listening, uh, chances are strong. We can just keep going because chances are strong. Our audience is not watching the Kardashians and has zero interest in Chris Jenner. Uh, so there you go. Uh, number fourteen, Christopher Milani don't know his name so he was in law and order special victims unit have not seen uh he was when when law and order svu first came out and it was him and and benson which i don't remember her name uh it, it's some hard to say name that was that was the the be, that series has gone on probably a little too long they're on season like 23 whoa yeah for a non cartoon <laughs> To be on its 23rd season is incredible. Uh, he came back to the Law & Order family uh, with a, a, a different spinoff. Honestly, this is way too high. I, I was going to say, I feel like this is too high. 14 is way too high for him. But here he is anyway, so worth mentioning. Number 13, Chris O'Donnell. Yes. I also don't recognize his really? name. Uh, he played Robin in Batman and Robin uh, in the... Early Does, 90s. Okay. He is on an NCIS. One this of those. isn't the guy who plays Oliver in uh, Arrow, is it? I have not seen Arrow, so I do not know. But I don't think so. I think he, he, he's he got a series. Should I know Chris O'Donnell? Um, is he I, Is he that popular? I think this is way too high for him. I mean I've seen Batman and Robin, but Yeah. That's really that and I think uh he was in Vertical Limit, it looks like, which is a great movie. That. It was a good movie. Three Musketeers. it looks like he was known in the nineties. Yeah, he was he was he was almost like your Paul Walker. Okay. okay. Back in the day. So he was he was that kind of even looking at him, he, he looks like a Paul Walker. Uh so he was your kind of action y hero, not not your like your preppy action hero kind of guy. He does NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah. And NCIS, he's been in NCIS. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I should know him from that. Maybe. Grey's Anatomy. I wouldn't know him from that. Again, our audience, you're probably not going to know him from. For me, this, I wouldn't have even known his name. So he he wouldn't make my. If I was making the ranker list, he wouldn't make my list because I don't know him. I, I, when I was thinking about this and I was looking up different lists, like, I, I recognized him and I'm like, okay. That that That's something to banter about, but it, he does not probably need to crack the top. Although there's a couple here in this this top 15 that I don't really know that well. So maybe he does deserve to be near the 15 mark. Maybe. Number 12. Do you know this, Chris? Uh, nope. nope. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know this one. Mainly because he comes from... This is Chris Colfer. Again, probably our audience is not going to be knowing him very well. He is from the show Glee. So, if you're a fan of Glee and musicals, he looks like he's done several different musicals. So he was named one of Time's list of the most of the 100 most influential people. Really, in 2011. Born in 1990, so he's what 32. He's he's my age. I don't know this guy. I don't know him either. But I think as we get closer to the tens. Uh, we're going to start knowing people. Who's number eleven, Aaron? Okay, this is one I do know. This is one you know, for Christopher sure. Reeve. Yes, uh, Superman. Yes, uh, yes. Best Superman, or do you think Henry Cavill takes it? I'm going with Christopher Reeve. Really? Yeah. Definitely. That's that's mostly what he's known for, right? I was going to say, I've Has gotta, he done anything else notable. I've got to look here and see. I feel like I do remember him from something else, but maybe not. (laughs) On May 27, 1995, Reeve was left quadriplegic after being thrown from a horse during an equestrian competition in Virginia. He used a wheelchair, needed a portable ventilator to breathe for the rest of his life. He lobbied on behalf of people with spinal cord injuries and for human embryonic stem cell research, founding the Christopher Reeve Foundation and co-founding the Reeve Irvine Research Center. He died in 2004, which for some reason feels later than I thought. I thought it, I thought he, he passed away in the 90s, but... Yeah, looking through his uh, list, Superman's what I know him from. Yeah. He was a great Superman. I mean, obviously growing up, he was our Superman. Oh, yeah. You know, you you didn't have any of these others. You didn't have, there's so many spinoffs now, like Lois and Clark and Smallville and so many of those different Supermans that exist in the different universes and stuff. But growing up, man, Christopher Reeve was 100% our Superman. I do know this next guy. You know the next guy? Of course you do. Number 10 is Christopher Lloyd. I like Christopher Lloyd. Have, have we have we talked through... I know we've talked about Back to the Future, but I can't remember your stance on Back to the Future, if you're pro or indifferent. Uh, I'm, I'm pro Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. I had a conversation with my brother on vacation. He was like, mm, Back to the Future is overrated. And I almost disowned him as my brother. Because Back to the Future is a top 15 movie for me. Just the first one. The sequels get a little bit worse each time. Actually, the third one is better than the second one. I have it as a 7 out of 8.5. Not out of 8.5. <laughs> I have it as a 7. 7. Everybody else has it as an 8.5. So I guess I've, I'm down a little bit from it. Um, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. I need to go back to watch it. it I don't he, remember. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, it holds up for the most part. There's there's a few scenes in there that society has moved past, but he does a great job in it. It seemed like for a long time he he was almost like a Morgan Freeman where it didn't he he seemed like he was frozen in time for a bit. Not what <laughs> time joke. <laughs> What? Let's see. Uh, he's in the Mandalorian coming up. Is he really? Yeah, that's what it says. Let's he's see that here. D- wow. Episode uh, the first episode of season three. Okay, he's going to be in. He is. But what am I trying to think of? He, he is, was in Angels in the Outfield. Okay, I remember that. Um, looks like he was in the DuckTales movie. <laughs> did he, he probably voiced something? I'm assuming. Did he do a Lost in Space movie? Uh, My favorite Martian, possibly. I'm not sure about was he that. In My one. favorite Martian. I don't know. I can't find it. He was in the show Taxi. Won two yes. Emmy awards for that one. Yes. Uh, he was the judge. He was Judge Doom in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. So you, I still remember, man. When when he he encounters Roger Rabbit near the end, you know, and the whole his. his Christopher Lloyd's the real skin part of him is kind of melting and all that kind of stuff, and he turns into a, it. Turns out he's a tune the whole time, uh, his eyes bugging out and stuff like that. Uh, that that almost gave me nightmares as, as a kid, but uh, that was a great movie too. He was an Eight Men Out, which is one of my favorite sports movies. I think we talked about that during the sports movies yeah, episode. It's, a, it's about the the nineteen nineteen Black Sox scandal. Yeah, they threw the World Series. Uh, he was. Uncle Fester and the Adams family in nineteen ninety one and ninety three. I remember that. So he's done he's done a lot of different stuff. And we have him listed or Ranker has him listed where? Number ten? Number ten. Uh, with I, f- I feel like that's probably about right. You think that's right? I, I think that hmm. I, I don't know that I would put him higher. Hmm. But I don't know that I would knock him. I mean, based on who we've got so far. Like we haven't cracked ten yet. Or are, are there are there? Knowing who we have, are there many more people? Christopher Nolan will be ahead of him for sure. But are there many more people we've talked about that deserve a spot ahead of him? As far as just being famous? Right. I think so. Really? I do. I think there are some that we have not mentioned that I think would be ahead. You think they're not going to be on this top ten list? I I think there's a good chance that they won't be. We'll, We'll see. We'll see number nine way too high for me personally i think for you too (laughs) yep uh chris brown uh he is this the singer this is the yeah he beat somebody up he did a lady yeah rihanna i believe yeah uh i i am not i feel like that's the only reason i know him (laughs) exactly right i'm not hip with the the i'm not even gonna go there uh yeah he uh American singer and songwriter, born in 89. Uh, he was, an, he's an he's, uh, was like he was dead. He's got, he just got canceled. Uh, he was involved in his church choir. Oh, man. several talent shows from a young age. Probably should have stayed in church choir a little <laughs> bit longer. He probably needed to be around church a little more. Peaked at number two on the U.S. Billboard chart. Uh, in the U.S. Billboard 200, later certified double platinum. Uh, let's see. Let me get down to where we all know him from. Uh yes there he is. In 2009 he received significant media attention after pleading guilty to felony assault of his then girlfriend singer Rihanna. Sentenced to 5 years probation. By the way, this is 2009. Can you imagine if he did that today? He'd be under the jail. I mean, he you're right. Like there's no way. In a, in, a, in I the, didn't realize it had been that long. I didn't either. Uh it was 5 years probation, 6 months of community service. Uh, he's sold 120 million records worldwide, making him one, one of the world's best music, best-selling music, best music artists. Uh, ironically enough, there is a worship leader for Elevation Worship named Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. That's right. <laughs> so every time I listen to a podcast or something that has him on it, the podcast usually goes, uh, we're, we're interviewing Chris Brown. Not that one. Not that, yeah. <laughs> the good one. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Okay. Yeah, go, go ahead. Christopher Far- Farley. Yep. Uh, I'm afraid that people... Hmm, how can I say this? <laughs> I'm afraid that this is higher than what I expected him to be. Because I'm afraid there are people that are younger than us that don't know Chris Farley. You, you think he should be higher then? Yeah, Okay, I mean, I haven't seen the list ahead. I mean, yet. neither have I. I haven't seen. I don't know what's ab- above this. I'm but, sneaking peaks, and I can, I can at least tell you a couple spots. Chris Farley, man, gone way too soon. Way too soon. His his comedic style. Oh my gosh, was unrivaled by really anybody else. That, yeah. I mean, just. Oh, it was it was slapstick. It, it was it was almost like an old fashioned slapstick. His a his, little vaudeville maybe. Yeah, physical comedy. Very. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Lots of physical. Oh my comedy. gosh! Just he will smash a table. He will run into something. He will pour something on him. Uh, I he, mean, what would you say is his most iconic moment? Ah, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. I should have pulled up some clips of him, but like fat man in a little coat, like is just from Tommy Boy, iconic. He was Black Sheep, uh, of course. His time on SNL. Oh, um, I'm living in a van down by the river. I mean, <laughs> is, is that is that the iconic moment? That's God. Is, is be. that the one? Right? Like that. That is that is Chris Farley. Like like that character defines Chris Farley better than probably anything else, and. His, as you mentioned, physical comedy, his size. Uh Yeah, exactly. He used that in his physical comedy, and it made it that much more funny. Yeah, the the episode of SNL where he comes out as a Chippendale dancer. (laughs) Because he's surrounded by all these very buff and put together and attractive looking men. And then he pops out there. I mean, literally pops out. He starts off. He was in Wayne's World. Yes. Which I'd forgotten about. I did too. Uh, Coneheads. Yes. Of course, Black, uh, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and Beverly Hills Ninja. Billy Madison. He yes. has an oh uncredited gosh. role in Billy Billy Madison. Yes. He, uh. He's got him and Sandler. Of course, that whole group. David Spade, Will Ferrell. I mean, they all were all so tight. Yeah. Cut from the same cloth. Yeah. He died of, I mean, in case you don't know, he died of a drug overdose at the age of 33 in 1997. Just a, yeah. I mean, him, like, he followed almost the same path as John Belushi, you know. They were both SNL stars, kind of physical comedy, and both just kind of I've seen interviews with like uh uh David Spade and and, and Chris Catan and those guys who who talk about Adam Sandler, they talk about him just how good of a person he was. Yeah. Like he just cared about people. And his, his demons kind of got it's, to him. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a real shame that, that we lost him. Mm-hmm. 100%. It, yeah. Uh, number seven on this list. Do you know this one? Do you know this Christopher? I feel like I do. And because the picture of him looks a little janky here, but... Uh, oh, he's a sir. He was knighted. I feel like I only know him as one thing. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at his... Yeah. I know him from... Star Wars, am I correct? Oh, wait. I was looking at Lord of the Rings. So, Christopher Lee is who we're talking about. He's a British actor. Sir Christopher Frank Karadani Lee. English actor, singer, author. Career spanning nearly 70 years. Lee was well known for portraying villains. Okay, I was going to say, is this the guy who played Count Dooku? Oh, man. I don't know. He played Count Dracula. Um... Yes, Count Dooku in the Star Wars. Yeah, okay. He was in The Man with the Golden Gun in 1974. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I've seen that multiple times. He was Saruman in the Lord of the, Trin- Lord of the Trings. Lord of the Trings. <laughs> that, that's the that's the Rings trilogy. You just shorten it down and call it Trings. <laughs> Only the true fans know that. Trings of power on Amazon Prime, not a sponsor. Uh Yeah, and he was on the Hobbit trilogy as well. Okay, I am watching the first Lord of the Rings movie. I started it about a month ago. Man, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in a long time. I've never seen it. Oh, really? I've only watched the first movie halfway through... Three or four times over the last decade. How how are you liking it so far? Um, Well, like I said, I'm a month into the first into the first movie, (laughs) so probably not great. It's uh, not going well for you. I feel like it's growing on me a little bit more this time. I think I'm going to make it through the first movie in less than six months. This is the Fellowship of the Ring, right? Is the one you're watching? That's the first one. Yes, Fellowship of the Ring. It's Fellowship, the Twin Tower, or not the Twin Towers, the Two Towers, and the third one. (laughs) Big fan, huh? Yeah. I remember when they came out, I loved them. Like, I was all in. I went there opening night, and I was was really into it. But it's one of those, there's certain movies that you love in the moment, and it's hard to go back and watch. And that's how Lord of the Rings was for me. Loved it in the moment, can't go back and watch it. I saw on HBO Max that they have an extended play version of it. It's like three hours and 49 minutes. Wow. And so I did some Googling to see if, Maybe I should start with that. And this it is, seemed like most people were saying, no, if you haven't watched the movies, do not watch the extended. Play. This is this is not like the Snyder Cut then. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. So they we're saying it was like fan service. It's great if you're a fan of the movie, but if you're trying to get into it, it could be a little did you Did you hop on it because you want to watch Rings of Power? Yeah, I saw that and I thought, okay, maybe I should try to watch this if I'm going to watch Rings of Power. I have not watched Rings of Power yet, so I don't know anything about it. Um, and at this rate, uh, it may be
0: years <laughs> before I make it to Rings
1: of Power. I've heard, just skip The Hobbit. Like all the, the, like Hobbit the whole trilogy? trilogy? The whole trilogy. I heard it's not great. So if you don't like Lord of the Rings, you're definitely not going to like The Hobbit. Because The Hobbit is much slower paced, is what I've heard. It's more about the The Hobbits and less about action. I remember at one point, I mean, during Lord of the Rings, the action really starts ramping up. And these epic war scenes happen, and you get invested in the battles. Uh, the Hobbit, I don't think has any of that. I think it's just an unexpected journey based on the Hobbit. He has been in six Tim Burton films. Oh wow! Tim Burton is, of course, we weird. Could, we could do a Tim episode at some point, but I'm not a I'm not a Tim Burton. I'm not either fan. No. Again, a lot of his movies are ones that I I can watch once. The only Tim Burton movie I think I have really ever really liked was Beetlejuice. And I think that's just because like I watched it as a kid, you know, younger and I have nostalgia for it. What does it say about you if you are known as being a character who plays villains? I Do you think there's something dark inside so of his. Uh, I have heard things before that if you play villains often, that that shows more acting chops. Because if you're a really nice person and you're playing villains, then that means you're a better actor. I've heard rumors of that. I don't know him personally, obviously. So I don't know what kind of person he was. Uh, there are I've heard some actors that say they prefer uh, playing villains. Really? Oh. Just because they get to get into it a little bit more and have some fun. But... If you get typecast as a villain, it's hard to have a whole bunch of fans <laughs> because people just hate you. <laughs> yeah, I mean what I was going to originally say is I know him as Count Dooku from Star Wars and then the bit of Lord of the Rings that I have seen like half of the first movie over the years, you do get introduced to his character there. Right. And so my kind of interaction with this guy is the fact that he's a he's a bad guy. Yeah. And I assume that he probably is in Man with the Golden Gun as well. Probably. I need to go back and watch that one because and look for him. He would obviously look much different, I'm assuming. Number six on our list, Aaron. Did you do us the honors? Christopher Walken. Yes. Christopher Walken. Uh, if you don't recognize the name, you would know uh, the voice because everyone who does impressions does Christopher Walken. <laughs> uh, it's a really easy voice to kind of learn i feel like if you're going to do an impression do we want to both attempt it uh, you go ahead you know what i do i'm not doing this for tiktok
0: <laughs>
1: it's uh i can't do it either it's not a thing i can not I, I try, I try. <laughs> a, that, was, uh, that was that was more bill cosby than it was not, no, oh. no 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 i i give that a i give it a 6.8 <laughs> uh, i need more cowbell like that's uh, every okay so i i read an article that said uh uh, it was. It was. No, it wasn't an article. It was Will Ferrell was on, I think, Jimmy Fallon, not too long ago, and was asked about that SNL clip, and it said that Christopher Walken regrets doing it. Really? Like it is. It, it. It stayed with him. Like he was this great actor. Like he did so many stage plays and this. He did so many serious movies. Then he hops on SNL, does this one bit where he asks for more cowbell. And from then on, like he said that he would do stage plays after this, and people go Mark Albell. <laughs> like, it just stuck with them, and he can't escape it. But that means people liked it, right? Exactly. But like he did, the Deer Hunter, Dogs of War, <laughs> A View to Kill. Uh, he was in all of these, these, these serious movies, and then gets t- basically typecast as as shtick. And since then, exactly. Like you, you, I'm looking at since then. You look at his stuff, yeah, and like he he does not do a lot of stuff. Uh, he's been obviously he's been he in Pulp Fiction, uh, Sleepy Hollow, Catch Me If You Can. He was the dad yep, Catch Me yep. If You Can. He did a great job in that. Uh, let's see the, the Jungle Step Book wives. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, you get you get more cowbell, and that's just it. Like it's got to be frustrating as an actor, also to to have that kind of stuff happen. That's out of your control, and you know you either get typecast as something or a situation happens and that goes viral and that's all people care about. Oh yeah, number five. Oh boy, number five. Chris Rock. He's a famous Chris, very famous Chris. Now we're getting into heavy hitters now. Yeah, this this is worthy of top five status. He is he's got to be up there. Uh, we all, we of course, all know what happened earlier this year with Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you? Okay, real talk. Do you think it was staged or no? No, I don't think it was. You know, I think he was surprised by it. Really? Yeah. There's part of me that thinks it was it was staged. Part of it. I think, I don't part think part of it was. I don't think that it was because of some of the reaction from, like, the Academy and some of the different things. I don't think that if all this was planned, I think by now it would have come out. That See, see I do, too, and that, that's the only thing hanging me up. But I also, like, everything from, from just after the slap before felt staged. But what happens after it, when he goes back to the seat and he yells, you know, get get my wife's name out of your mouth and Chris Rock's reaction, that feels like a tonal shift. Yeah. I feel like the joke beforehand and everything, ha-ha. Yes. And then leading up to the slap, I feel like all that was, was – and that makes me feel that's, the slap is right there in the middle. It's like on the line. It, was it fake? Was it not? So it's like a timeline, an, an equator, if you will. Everything before, staged. Everything after, not staged that's the that's the thing in question for me if it was nobody has cared about award shows and <laughs> talked about award shows in the last decade until this happened it's so true. they really got people to talk about the award shows if that was a plan chris rock's career trajectory <laughs> skyrocketed will smith did not again that's why i think cuz you you have to be able to read the tone of the room and the room being the culture of 2022 Surely Will Smith knows, I can't do this and come out the good guy. Yes, but I'm wondering long-term how how it will affect Will Smith. Like, it just got released. He's doing a new movie, e- yep. Emancipation, on Apple TV. And it's gotten a lot of buzz early because Apple TV went ahead with it. And people are like, oh, this is his first thing since the slap. How will it be received? You know everybody's going to watch it. It's going to get talked about. So it's creating – but what's the old saying, like, any news is yeah. There's is, no such thing as bad press, right, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm skeptical. I lean toward it. it was all authentic, but there's part of me, the conspiracy theorist in me, is leaning toward uh, maybe it wasn't. The Chris Rock, hilarious comedian, always. You know, we're, we we're, we're both involved in church stuff, and we're we're good old Christian boys. Uh, so there's always that part of me that wishes. Chris didn't have as much language and stuff in his in his comedy. He's a very funny dude. Oh, he's so funny, a very funny dude. Uh, but yeah, some of it's a little bit. It's just over unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, that's just that's culture. That's that's a side of culture that that I just don't get. But it was in Beverly Hills Cop Two, uh, Saturday Night Live, of course, and you know he had a he had a dramatic exit from SNL if I remember right. So he's he does uh, he was in grown ups grown ups right? he kind of redefined himself for a little bit there yeah he kind of did, did some family stuff I don't know if that's just reflective of his life as well uh, was he in a Will Ferrell movie where they go to prison was that him no that was Kevin Hart Kevin Hart okay yeah, that was Kevin Hart um he was in the Longest Yard he was he was great in that movie that might be my favorite Chris Rock movie. Now that we're, now that you're saying that. I still feel like I still feel like uh Grownups. Yeah? Is ahead of that one? Yeah. Both are really good. Uh the Everybody Hates Chris TV series. Oh yes. Of course. You you've already referenced that. Uh Death at a Funeral? Did you watch that? I did. And what did you think about it? Um that had Tracy Morgan in it too. Needy ochre. Yeah, it was. It was a weird vibe for me. Gets a five point seven, I which s- I feels I'm like about right for me. You know, I'd go four and a half to five. I remember, Huge name cast in it, though. Oh man, massive. There, there are some of those movies that have big cast that that I they kind of, they, f- they spent too much money on the talent, not enough on the writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like I said, we're in heavy hitter territory now, Aaron. Who's number four? Chris Pine. Yes. Favorite Chris Pine film? Ooh. Star Trek? Yeah. He was really good in Star Trek. Which he's surrounding in controversy now as well. Which I did not know about until you showed me that last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you probably know about this, but the Spitgate is happen is is it's dying down now as we're recording this. But yeah, he, he's starring in a film with uh, Harry Styles uh, and Olivia Wilde is directing it with, I cannot remember her name, but she was in Black Widow. Yolanda something, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, my Marvel friends are going to hate me for not remembering her name. But uh, yeah, so apparently there's a lot of beef there. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's There's just drama. And apparently Harry Styles supposedly spit on him or didn't it's kind of like the chris rock and will smith yes like did they didn't they is it real is it not is it publicity again no press or bad press is not necessarily or how can i not remember that saying <laughs> there's no such thing as bad press thank too. you <laughs> thank you my goodness okay i feel like you're wanting to get no news is good news I, yeah <laughs> wrapped up in there somehow with this i don't know what's wrong with me uh um. Okay, he was also, maybe my second favorite movie he did was a movie called This Means War. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. As far one, as rom-coms go. It's maybe the best one. It's fantastic. Which we, we should probably do an episode on rom-coms. We should. That, that may be a good Valentine's yeah, Eve. February, yeah. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Uh, that, that I think, is, is one of my wife's favorite movies. Him and Tom Hardy and Reese Witherspoon. Yes. It's a great movie because it's got action. It's got action and comedy for the guys. It's funny. It's romance. It's, yeah. He does a great job. Uh, I I liked him a lot in Star Trek. I think he did a good job with that too. Played Jack Ryan. Yeah. So, you know, surprisingly enough, for being as popular as he is, he doesn't have a very deep. No. As far as well-known movies go. No. Uh, my wife knows him best from The Princess Diaries 2, which a lot of I've never seen. Uh 90s kids, 90s girls probably know him from. He was like the person she was engaged to. But Chris Pine probably a worthy number 4 spot. Number 3, Chris Pratt. Oh boy. I love Chris Pratt. Uh, yes. He he's he yes. seems like a good dude. He is. If I had to pick one of these people on this list to go just hang out with, have dinner with, I think it'd be him. There's a lot of people in Hollywood that are really kind of, you know, sleazy and scummy, and you just don't want to have anything to do. Chris Pratt seems like he has a genuinely good heart. Yeah. Um, Good head on his shoulders. Yes. Doesn't get into trouble. Uh, Very, very mature. He kind of... He doesn't buy into a whole lot of the cancel culture. He just, you know, he, he'll, he's he's a man of faith. Right. He's not scared to put out there, yeah. you know, what he believes, what he thinks. And he's a great actor. Yes. He does good movies. There have been groups that have come after him. Right. And he's kind of one of those guys that just kind of remain untouched because he's not been guilty of anything, right. you know, other than just being... uh. Upfront and honest, yeah, kind of about some of his uh, of his faith. And he's been in great films too. You're, you're yes. talking, uh, he was in Moneyball, Zero Dark, Dark 30, Her, uh, he, the Lego movie, ever heard of it? Uh, Star Lord, <laughs> ever heard of him? Like Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of the biggest mini franchises within Marvel. Uh, of course, all the Jurassic World, <laughs> the Jurassic World trilogy, and uh, recently now, or it's about to come out. It, he's he's the voice of Mario. Yes, he is in the Super Mario's, which we just watched the trailer right before uh, we hit record, which looks like a great another banger. Looks looks like another great movie. I think he signed some sort of deal with Amazon Prime. It, because he it did the, like it. he did the Tomorrow War, yeah. which was a movie that came out a year or two ago. It's very good. Um, an Amazon original movie, and he is doing their new series called The Terminalist. I don't know if you've watched that yet or not. I haven't watched it, it yet. It is really good. I've heard it's very good. And it's right in his kind of vein that he is doing now, you know, a lot of uh military type movies and roles that he's played in. as I think he was in um he was in thirteen hours. If I remember, was that, was that the name of the movie? Yes. With, um, well, his name's not Jim Halpert, but um, <laughs> John Krasinski. There we go. <laughs> you talk about typecasting somebody, that's all. That's, it doesn't uh, matter what John Krasinski ever plays in, I only see Jim Halpert. And what's funny is is that he got typecast as Mr. Fantastic without ever appearing in he did. Fantastic Four. Uh, and then I think the, the big one that we left out on Chris Pratt is is not of movies, course. yes, but it is his role as Andy Dwyer yes. on Parks and Recreation, one of the best characters on that series. He, he is so funny. He's just, and to me, he that feels. Like it leans into his personality. <laughs> it I don't does. know that he's that kind of dimwitted, but like he. Right, right. He, he's, Andy is really ki- dumb. That kind but of funny though. He's he's very funny. Uh, he's obviously musical. Likes to play the guitar, all that kind of stuff. So right. you get to see some of Chris's real personality come yeah. out through Andy, um, probably more so than any of his other roles. Right. I would guess. I don't know how he would speak to that, but just watching everything he's done, I feel like that's a. Better look into who Chris Pratt is than yeah. you know anything else. He's really good, I think. Honestly, just putting it at three might be too low for him. I I still have not seen number two and number one, so yeah. I, I I can uh, imagine, but I I think that might be too low for him for me personally. Yeah, number two though is surprise, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah these these. These top three are definitely worthy of top three. I think all, all three of them, there's a case to be made. Uh, this is probably my wife's favorite Chris. Uh, <laughs> I would I would say there are a lot of people that are in the female category that are big fans of Chris Hemsworth uh, you know it's not just the the physical specimen that he is but he also has to be Australian like he's got the voice you got to have the best voice out of he's all of them he's got the hair he's just uh, it's not fair no. as a male it's not fair that he gets all of that uh, Hemsworth known mostly honestly for for just being Thor like um he was he was in Snow White and the Huntsman uh red i do remember him in red dawn see i don't remember him in that um i didn't know he was in star trek yeah i i don't remember him in that i missed that as well uh these must be small i do remember him in the heart of the sea that was a good movie never saw it uh rush was was good i don't remember him in ghostbusters he was. The, I don't know if I've watched that Ghostbusters. To yeah, honest. I have not, and I, I refuse to watch it. It is so everything I saw about it was so bad. The trailers looked so bad um, that I refused. I refused to watch it. They they were gonna. It was a disservice again. Without even watching it, I know it's a disservice to the franchise. The new one though is good. I haven't seen it either. It, it's really good though. Yeah, he is. He's really known for the Marvel, right? Uh, universe, he was, he was on the spinoff though of Men in Black, they did. Sp- Wait, Men, I didn't know there was a spinoff. They they did Men in Black Internet. I, I don't know if it was a spinoff as much as it was a sequel, and it it flopped. Okay. It was not very. good. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, but Rush was Rush was pretty good. His, Cabin in the Woods. I I, yeah. I I don't remember that. I don't know if I saw that or not. His best Thor is Ragnarok yeah I think so. yeah. Hands down. I enjoy him most as Fat Thor though. <laughs> yeah you're right yeah he's he's really good in the ensemble cast. Uh, I but I take issue I really I really gotta say I think he hurt things with love and Thunder. really I thought it was uh I have it raked as the worst Marvel movie really that exists. I, I, I don't really didn't like it. I don't blame him for that, though. I, I oh, think it's probably I think not. His he was. Fault. Gr- I thought he was good in it, but I think it, we, I don't know. It tarnishes the whole. Him. The whole Mighty Thor. Natalie Portman. You could have taken Natalie Portman out of that film Just completely, and I think it would have been good. Like it, unfortunately, I think they could have done really good things with that, with her storyline, but her storyline serves zero purpose to the film he's going to be playing Hulk Hogan. Is that what I'm seeing here? What do you see this? I don't see it. I'm not, there is an IMDb. untitled Hulk Hogan, uh, movie coming out <laughs> and it says Hulk Hogan underneath of it wow. announced. Okay. So I mean, with his body, I can see that. I want to hear his accent. <laughs> Number one on our list, Chris Evans. Uh, he's very good. Also, he, he's done. I've heard of him. He's, He has done uh, several different things. He was uh, in a Marvel movie, believe it or not, before he was Captain America. People forget this. Yes. And I was really, really, really hoping in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness that he would show up? That he would show up as Johnny Storm. I was really, really hoping they would do that. That is what I remember him first from. Yeah. Flame on! Flame on! Okay, and you hated on this movie earlier... I liked the original Fantastic Four. Oh, I did too. I wasn't hating on that. I'm just saying it was oh, okay. kind of campy compared yeah, to no, movies it, now. Yeah, it yeah. is. But as far as no, the campy it. superhero movies go, yeah. I still like Fantastic oh, I Four. I did too. Yeah, I I, I love that, okay. that that okay. movie. And Silver Surfer was pretty good too. Yeah. Not as good as the the first one, but it, it was good. Uh, Yeah, he, he, you've got him in Knives Out. Yes, that's what I was going to say he this is a little controversial, but he has stepped into the role of Buzz Lightyear yeah he he replaced and I think this was a mistake by Disney his voice was good for it it wasn't yeah the what he did wasn't bad yeah I thought it it fit pretty well yeah but still I think this was a misstep by Disney to not give us um Tim okay so spoiler alert for the movie Lightyear if you haven't seen it yet. But at the – I guess it was about in the third act of the movie, it's revealed that General Zog or Zorg or whatever uh, – Zorg, yeah, is actually Buzz Lightyear from the past or something. So it's a time travely kind of movie. That was the, mis, the, the, the misstep. Yeah. They should have made him Tim Allen to tie it all together. That would yeah. have been incredible. It was old man Buzz Lightyear should have been Tim Allen. Travesty that they didn't do that. The movie itself – I don't remember what I gave it. I think I gave it like a 6 or It was a, it was a mediocre movie again. It, it was it was fu- there was some funny mo- the cat was the funniest part in the whole movie. It was overhyped. Yeah, very much overhyped. And it it underwhelmed me. I had really high expectations for it and they underdelivered, I'm afraid. Another non-Marvel movie that I think we both really liked was Free Guy. Do you remember that one? Yes. He Yeah. What was he in that? He played himself in it. Oh, that's right, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Had that? <laughs> it was kind of a, it was a very small cameo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, but see, again, outside of Marvel movies and, and these recent movies, uh, which he's in The Gray Man, right? Yes. We have not seen that yet. I have not seen that yet. Neither have I. Uh, we we, uh, we started it, but we started it too late in the evening and did not get to, to What's it on? make it for Netflix. Okay. Uh, which was with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Jake Gyllenhaal or Ryan Gosling. I can't remember which one it's with. Those two are interchangeable to me. I'm sorry. But outside of those, you know, he... I'm going back to look, and I don't he's know... He's not done a lot of stuff. So, credit Marvel for making, making some of these guys just superstar household names out of practically nothing. And it is hard to picture anybody else as Captain America after his role... As Steve Rogers. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He's that good. And uh, the, the ladies like this Chris, <laughs> too. The ladies do like this Chris, yes. He has America's buttocks. Uh, yes. All right. That's the list. So now we got to, uh, I don't think we're going to have a lot to talk through when it comes to the worst, but uh, let's let's do it anyway.
0: Welcome to the best things. No, no, no. These aren't the best things. These are the worst things. Let's get scratchin'.
1: Okay. Uh, really, honestly, there's a couple of... Oh, there was a couple other Chris's I was going to mention. We can mention them here in a yep, minute. Yep. I don't think they're going to make our list. But um, the, the biggest thing for me in the worst category, Chris Jenner, that, that she's even on the list... <laughs> this list and that high yeah and that uh christopher nolan is not higher and the whole chris rock slap chris brown assault like get it together chris's what are you doing uh he hates chris i don't i don't really have any much much else in okay. the worst category uh how about chris weber <laughs> <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a good that's and, a good point and i like chris weber yeah but he was part of a college basketball team the fab five
0: University right. of Michigan yep. Final
1: mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he the one who called the timeout? I don't know if it was him or not. I, I, I think so, but my sports history in the NBA or the uh, uh, in that era outside yes. of Arkansas, Chris Weber is the one who okay. called the timeout. Yeah, with twenty seconds to play, blew Ugh. their. Opportunity and there's uh, in they, the national championship between them and North Carolina back in 1993. The rest of the five five kind of disowned him for a little bit. Yeah, he he that was that was a, a worst moment for a Chris. Yeah, um, Chris Christie, <laughs> yeah. the former governor of New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, he ran for president on the Republican ticket. Uh, back in 20. <sighs> 12 he may have ran in 2016 as well um I don't know I just kind of don't like in- the guy he's just he was always just kind of a loud mouth um, yeah, that's a great great descriptor for him. did for not sure. like Chris Christie I feel like this is uh a worst moment that Chris Columbus is ranked number 38 you say wait a second you said he was number uh 19. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's another Christopher Columbus that is very well known for yeah. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, a couple that, of them. That's a holiday movie. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. He's I'm, he's directed some really big name films. Yeah. Yeah, he he was uh, he's a he's a filmmaker. Home Alone 1 and 2, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Uh and then he did a he directed a couple of Harry Potters too and he wrote Gremlins and The Goonies. Yes. Bicentennial Man? Yes. Percy Jackson, um, Home Alone, won a British Comedy Award for Best Comedy Film. He received an Academy Award nomination uh, for producing the movie The Help. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, I do remember that. He's done a lot of stuff. To me, Chris Columbus, when you think of movies, his name is one that comes to mind. And it's an easily recognizable name. I think people should know Chris Columbus, and I think yeah. the fact that he's 38 yeah. is kind of a disappointment to me. You're right. Absolutely. So I put that right. in the worst category. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, these aren't worse, but but there's a couple other Chris's that that we left out. honorable mentions, if we will. Um, you got athletes, Chris Berman from Monday Night Football uh, fame, or not Monday Night Football? or uh, NFL Countdown. NFL Countdown. Yeah. On ESPN, uh, he he's he was fantastic. I don't know if he's still doing TV or not. I, I know he retired at one point, and I think he came back uh, to do some other stuff. You got other athletes: Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Chris Sale, Red Sox. Chris Bosh, how's he doing? You know, you, you follow NBA a bit more than I do. I know he retired uh, for health reasons. Right? Yeah, I I don't know. He's kind of slipped off there. Another SNL alum, Chris Kattan. He was right there with Chris Farley, too, in that era uh night at the Roxbury. another one I don't think you're gonna know chris hardwick uh, that, that name sounds he's familiar? a podcaster he's done like talking to, he's huge into comic book okay. culture uh, so uh shout out to chris hardwick as well and uh the last the last Chris I'll mention uh chris tomlin i was gonna i I, that, I was gonna say Chris Tomlin needs chris tomlin. to make our list especially our list yeah. Uh, Chris Young, country singer, wouldn't make your list. Don't even. But I think is. he's I think he's pretty famous. I'll send you some of his Christmas songs. He's got some good Christmas albums. <laughs> um, Chris Matthews is a uh, another loudmouth. You got it. I uh, got a politics thing right. <laughs> I I really have never liked Chris Matthews. Um, one I don't think you mentioned is um. Chris Paul. I, I threw his name in there when okay. I was talking about some okay. sports people, yeah. but yeah, CP3, you got to you got to mention him. I feel like he should be higher. I, I agree. To, to me, it, he's a top twenty name. If not, if not, if nothing else, for the State Farm commercials. <laughs> yeah, people people know him from State Farm. Yeah. Okay, you got anything else? Uh, not in that category. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's hear some stuff that you have talked to us about on the socials.
0: We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com, tweet at us at bestthingspod, or leave us a review.
1: We are having so much fun on social media. If you're not following us yet, first off, why not go follow us on all the socials at bestthingspod? Uh, and by the way, uh, we're still doing the whole giveaway for leaving us an Apple podcast review you see us with our handy dandy mugs here if you're watching on the video if you're not watching on video you can just picture a white mug with the best things logo on it and that's that's what you'll be getting so uh leave us a review uh and let us know you've left that review we're gonna read your review on the air and then we're gonna send you this dope mug for that okay um i want to read some comments that has do I? Uh, I don't know which ones you're going to read. Mine come from TikTok. When you so do mine? Y- do they? Uh, you got to talk about In and Out. Okay, we're on different videos. We're then. on different videos. Okay, yeah, I want to read a few and uh, get your reactions to them <sighs> because you went on just a a, a freaking love fest for In and Out. I thought you I, know it's average, it's whatever. The haters are going to come out, eh? and uh, you've got you got people on both sides here. Okay. Um, as long as it, as long as it's mixed. Yeah. Uh, glad glad Yvonne on TikTok says the last thing he spoke about in that clip was about taste. That's all you need to know. I'm not buying stock in eating a burger. It's overrated. He really zigged and zagged on that one. Like he, I thought he was going to go. He had that Christopher Nolan twist at the <laughs> he end. Did. He sounded, he acted like it was all, all taste. And then he, he zagged the other way. Um, Wild American appears says Culver's is the best. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the conversation. Um, let's see. Okay, I really want your take on this one. Uh, I've got I've got two other takes. This one specifically. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna re- I'm gonna save that one for the second one because I have a feeling you're gonna say something about it. This one's on your side. The underscore electrician says, "Having worked at In and Out, I wholeheartedly agree." Plus, store managers make between one hundred and fifty and three hundred thousand dollars a year. All right, today is tw- my last day on this podcast. I, I am. I ate it twice a day, and then we asked, what, "What's your go to order?" He said, "Triple double, extra grilled onions, bun, extra toasted fries, light." Well, with pep up, I don't know what that, is that a secret menu thing? Okay. He's, he's throwing out terms that I don't know. And he is a regular man. He said they catered his wedding. Way to go, man. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> That's finally, goat status. Finally, Hunter dot Kaiser says in and out is honestly overrated. Wendy's is better. I'll go as far as to say. I'd rather go to Arby's. <laughs> uh, this dude has no taste. <laughs> Come on. You don't have to say that it's like the best food in the entire world. But when we're talking about fast food hamburgers, I promise you, I stand by what I said. If you put those hamburgers out there and you blind taste test them, the quality of ingredients is going to shine through in the In-N-Out burger. You're not going to confuse In-N-Out with Wendy's (laughs) or any of these other or even McDonald's. I mean, I'm not because I kind of like McDonald's, but. It's not even close. In and out takes pride in their product. They're not just slapping stuff together and throwing it out there like you're a bunch of feed hogs. <laughs> They're treating you with dignity and respect. <laughs> feed hogs. <laughs> okay, you had comments. I got you all worked up now. <laughs> yes. Uh you asked the other day because I said something about the Christmas season. Okay. Yeah. You asked, "Is it too early for Christmas?" Yeah, we've gotten some responses. <laughs> oh boy! On TikTok, Zoe Lin eighteen says, "Who says you have to stop celebrating?" Yeah, I saw that. I society, <laughs> Zoe. Society says you have to stop celebrating. No, they don't, Zoe. <laughs> they do. They don't say that. You do. You no. If you see somebody with Christmas lights up in April, you judge them. There is Come a, on, you judge them. There's a country song that mentions the fact, uh, it's called Redneck Woman. I keep my Christmas lights on my front porch all year long. And you're judged for it. No. Red Michael says for real. Uh, Madison Glenn says from September 1st to October 30th, then Halloween, <laughs> then it's Christmas until Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas again, until January first. So just small breaks, small breaks of other holidays. It's Nicholas says uh, July, <laughs> Sue nineteen six thirty. Me when it turned October, Howie loves you says October for sure. Man, uh, Aiden Bowen says Christmas is now. I didn't know there were so many people that were wrong. Everybody was on my side. This is the first time that like 100% of these comments. Here's another Halloween. We don't really need it. It's just a reminder to start celebrating for Christmas. Disagree. Nobody firmly disagree. Nobody out there says, you know what? Craig's right. We shouldn't celebrate Christmas right now. (laughs) No, this is the beginning of the Christmas oh season, and goodness. all of you wonderful people out there know it. We're on the same wavelength. Let's celebrate together. The best things. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move.
0: <laughs> if you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. It's time for the best, best things.
1: Okay, last week, Aaron unceremoniously kicked college football rankings to the curb. Me? Yes. And, uh, Chocolate Chip Cookie is now our new reigning champion. I don't have it updated on our little whiteboard there, but. No, you don't. That's true. I had to remember. I looked at it and I said, that's not right. Uh, so yeah, Chocolate Chip Cookie is in the driver's seat. Will it get dethroned by a Chris today? We'll see. Um,. I believe you had first pick with the chocolate chip last week. So that gives me first pick this week. And I'm going Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Well, that's who I would have taken. Yeah, I figured that's why I was going to go ahead and take it. Who's your number one? Now that, now that it's not Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Evans. Okay, you're going to go Evans. I'm Okay, I, I don't think this is too big of a controversy for us. But I think, according to this ranking, it is. I'm going Nolan with my second pick. I think his movies are, inc- are are just. I have to Nolan my second. Your second. Uh, I'll take uh. Hemsworth. Okay. You got Hemsworth. I'm gonna take Pine. I'm going to take Christopher Pine with my third. Your third. Um, Christ <laughs> is not in Doesn't this. count, no. Okay? No. Just making sure no, that no, we're both does. on the same wavelength it not, here. It does not count. So I was going to look at you if you picked him <laughs> fourth. Be like, that's disrespectful. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, you need a third, though. Okay, Jenner. Just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) I almost talked Uh, to I was leaning in. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Wow, okay. I'm a big Christopher Plummer fan. You are a big plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is tough for me because I I am stuck between a rock (laughs) and a hard place. Uh, I... Oh man, you got Rock, Walken, Farley, Farley. I've got to go Farley. I, I, yeah, I got to go Farley. Man, it was between Rock, Farley, or Lloyd. All I think are worthy of in this bracket, but I got to go Farley. All right, your fourth one. We're leaving one of them out. I'm going with Chris Columbus the movie director okay wow dark horse cinderella he was probably in the last four in okay so we've got chris pratt versus christopher columbus do we need to go to one to a hundred or we want to go just nope nope chris Uh, pratt it's chris pratt okay evans versus farley you want a three, two, one, yeah, and then we'll if we need to. Yep, that may be the way we do it now. That way we don't have to just keep debating. Uh, all right, Evans versus Farley. Three, two, one. Farley. Evans. Mm, okay, I was afraid that was going to happen. Uh, I don't know, man. If I got to if I got to pick between Captain America and and Tommy Boy, I might pick Tommy Boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Chris Evans in three, two, one. Eight. Evans. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing? We gotta break the tie. Oh, oh, I just thought we were voting again. I thought you changed your mind and we were both gonna say Chris Evans this time. Alright, just give him a number. I already gave him um, a number. Yeah, uh nine. Okay. So that gives him seventeen. Seventeen. Uh Farley in three, two, one, one, eight nine. They're tied ty- Okay. <laughs> one to a hundred. Here we go. Evans three two one. Eighty six. Okay, so that's 166. Yep. Okay, Farley 3 2 1 82.
0: 85. That's 67. 167.
1: Wow, Farley. Right? Farley with the upset. Yeah. 1 point upset. Wow. Okay. Uh, Nolan versus Plummer. Let's
0: just uh, it's 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 point. Nolan. It's Nolan, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Hemsworth versus Pine. Let's three, two, one. Just say who we think it is. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh man, Pratt versus Nolan. I, I want us both to vote on this one. Okay. So let's let's say who we think it is. Three, two, one. Pratt. Pratt. Okay. I think it would be close though if we were to do numbers. If we yeah, were to go yeah, one to hundred, yeah. I think it'd be very close. Uh, Farley versus Hemsworth. Let's just say it. Three, two, one. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Okay. And then Pratt versus Hemsworth. Uh, three, two, one. Pratt. Pratt. All right. Chris Pratt, congratulations. Please come on our podcast, Chris. Yes. Oh, man. If we, if you're listening and have connections, man, let's make it happen. We yes. just need to DM him and see if he'd do it. I think we would have so much to talk about with Chris. I think we would have a lot in common to oh, talk man. about Chris. Uh, I think he would be just a ton of fun to hang out with i 100 percent agree all right but he's got a battle let's see
0: it may be the best thing today but is it the best thing of all time it's time for the best thing battle
1: okay we got chris pratt versus chocolate chip cookies again this podcast is weird but i love it okay do you uh you think it's close You thought you said last week on this podcast you thought chocolate chip cookies could make the run and go five straight. Yeah. I did say that. You still stand by it? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I still stand by that. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confident. Okay. Were you agreement then? Chocolate chip moves on? It's chocolate chip. Okay. As much as I love Chris Pratt. Again, I think if we went 1 to 100, it would be closer. But I don't think as close as Pratt versus Nolan. <laughs> like, exactly. That one would be, I think, with it, like uh, Evans and Farley, single-digit numbers. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are going to be up in the 90s for me. Yeah. Uh, Pratt's probably in the um, upper 80s. S- okay, I was about to say, uh, Compared to that, probably upper 70s. Yeah, probably. yeah, 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 yeah. 75 to 80, I feels like, you know, yeah. Chris Pratt comes in there. Okay, you feel good about it? Pratt yes. being the best, Chris, and chocolate chip edging him out. Yeah, I I feel like you did a disservice to us by letting by by taking Christopher Nolan second. Really? Uh yeah, because I feel like he should have been on the opposite side of the bracket. Really? Because I think for me, if, if just looking at the bracket, I would have taken Nolan all the way to match up with Pratt. Oh, really? There? Yeah you should have taken him first then. What, what uh, are you picking Evans for then? If we're talking about the most famous Yeah. We're talking about the best, man. Well, that's true. I was just I was looking at, at the name of this list though, the most famous Chris in the world. I think Evans definitely edges Nolan so out. So you're saying Nolan is like that team in basketball who's better than they than than the side of the bracket. They just got put on a bad bad yeah. side of the bracket. Yeah, I think Christopher Nolan did not deserve to get knocked out in the second round. Yeah, I hey, I I can see that. I, I mean, I would agree. Yeah, if if he's on the other side, I think he's in the finals for us. I agree, and, and the, I may have some buyer's remorse when when I next time I watch Inception or Interstellar. <sighs> I mean, I would uh, love to see Chris Pratt in a Christopher Nolan film. That would be awesome. That would be very interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they would go well together. That might be two ends of a magnet trying to go up against each other because Pratt has a little bit more comedy in him. It, yes, but then you watch things like the Terminal List, and that, it's not—it's it's, it's not very funny. I that's mean, it's true. It's—it's it's hard. That'd be interesting to see. I would love to see them them team up at some point. Okay, you got anything else? No, not today. All righty. Well, Whoa! I hit it right away. Right, there we go. Uh, we're gone (laughs) (laughs) got places to go and people to see (laughs) cookies to eat all right don't forget the reviews and all that stuff for the best things i'm craig i'm aaron we'll talk at you next time hey shut up
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're talking subscribe comment and review wherever you're listening now don't forget connect with us on the socials at best things pod and you can hear your take on an upcoming episode